Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It is January 17th, 2019, and this is episode 16. I shared a little bit yesterday about how I kind of like moved through this like grumpy ass mood that I um, woke up with. And I just wanted to point out that I had a little bit more insight about it. Um, I was basically just really (laughs) indignant to be asked to do something for someone. And and then I just realized I'd been kind of like, um, just speaking to this person had kind of like drug up a lot of... um, resentment and feelings that I had about this toxic workplace that we shared and the the little bit of extra insight I got is that the reason why I woke up kind of moody and like basically defensive is that I realized I also experienced a lot of guilt around the ways in which I was complicit in that toxicity because I was of a more senior position and I think that you know when this person reached out who had been an intern there I just wanted to like crush them and be like um I don't want to deal with these feelings that are coming up and yeah it's really unattractive and it's terrible and when I processed it I realized it came from a place of like guilt shame and fear on my on my part Um, so I was, you know, able to sort of like figure that out and then move past it and then have a very different day. And I'm so grateful for that. It is a lot of work. Um, and some days I'm just like so tired of the work. It's just such a, like a bummer that I have to do all this extra mental arithmetic and all of that stuff. And Today I kind of wanted to share about, you know, I, sometimes I forget how weird it must be to have been friends with me for so long and then to suddenly see that like my social media presence is like, you know, all about mental health and like all about my eating disorder and all this stuff. And it's really interesting because in some ways there is this amnesia that cocoons me where it almost never occurs to me to think that my family and my my closest friends or I'm not my like closest friends because they know everything but like I guess maybe the layer outside of that where I've known people for a very very long time and it might be that sort of hybrid like um you know like people that began as colleagues and then became friends over the years and it must be kind of like alarming for them to suddenly see that like everything is about you know just me being in recovery and trying to be sober and all this stuff and yeah like again that cocoon like I never it never occurs to me that like these people can see all of this and hear all of this um and I think that that's what like keeps me going on like 
um, when I'm writing books, I'm just like, yeah, this is for those people out there, and it's not like for people who know me in my world. Um, so I'm kind of like grateful actually for that protective layer so that I can just be honest and then not really worry about the results so much. Um, but I do have a lot of fear around it some days. Like, I'm like, do my friends think I've changed a lot? Um, you know, I definitely do have a propensity for only being able to talk about, like, like real things. Like, I really want to know how you're doing. I really want to share about how I'm doing. Like, I'm not satisfied so much with, like, these, like, you know, how are you? I'm tired. You know how it goes. You know, let's move on because I just can't really do interactions that way anymore or else I can but I just get bored with them quite quickly um and yeah like I but I do have fear around the fact that like certain people might now find me like you know one track or boring or self-involved or even like embarrassing that I'm sharing so much and so I wanted to share, just talk a little bit about what it actually meant for me to have an eating disorder. Um, you know, because it just seemed from the outside that I was so high functioning. Like I had, you know, I'd written a New York Times bestselling book. I'd written comic books for like Marvel and DC. I had a job on TV. I made a six-figure salary. I had written for every magazine that I'd ever wanted to write for. And and yet I was so, I was really sick. And it's tough because you couldn't really see it either. I wasn't like super emaciated or anything. Um, and in that way, like sometimes eating disorders are so hard and so insidious because you do look so high functioning in many ways unless you're like, palpably like um just ill and that it, it's like it's why the seriousness can be sort of like undercut compared to like alcoholism or or drug drug addiction but being in the echo chamber of my like addict's brain it really was such of a terrible violent hellscape and you know, now I'm in this position where, like, I have to get up in the morning and do, like, an hour of, like, meditation and writing and reflection and check in with, like, all the dials and, like, my head-up display to see, like, where I'm at. And all of it's really hard, but... And also, like, I go to therapy and I go to, like, 12-step meetings and, you know, certain days that can wind up to be, like, a four-hour commitment and that seems like a lot, but let me tell you, like... It makes my brain quiet in a way that I've never experienced before. And it used to be that I was just so sick for 16 hours a day when I was awake. And so, like, what that felt like was I was constantly thinking about food and what I looked like. And, you know... I was bulimic when I was a, a, a younger person and I kind of kicked it when I was in college or a few years after college 
pretty much when I like moved to New York and I just started being so so busy and um but because I wasn't purging I thought I was fine like I didn't know that the way I was thinking was still really really just not healthy but when I when I was in China and this was like a few years ago I was there on a job and that was like the first time in like over 10 years that I purged and I really it was like so dark I hadn't slept in like two days and I couldn't sleep but I had a huge day the next day and I was so so scared that I wouldn't be able to sleep for a third day and the only thought I had to make me feel safe was to eat the entire fruit basket in my in my hotel and to eat any food that was in my bag and you know and then to eat like this like cookie tray that had also been brought to my hotel but it really was the 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 wiring was that like unless I ate this stuff I wouldn't be able to go to sleep which is just not it's just not sane and because I had to be on camera I was like well you can't be bloated and this is so much like sugar and so much salt and and so it was just like war and I was getting up every 45 minutes to eat something and then to lie back down and try for like just just to like force myself to fall asleep and I did that until the morning and I hadn't slept and then I had to get it out and and that was like really scary because it had been so long since I'd had that behavior but then it wasn't until I got home and I got a therapist who didn't end up being the right fit for me but then I completely randomly found 12-step meetings regarding this and hearing a lot of people speak about behaviors that I just that were so normalized to me but they were talking about the aspects and the facets of their diseased thinking and I was like oh no and just more people talked and I the more I related and the more like different th- things that I was doing to just like manage my brain seemed like symptoms and so what it's like when I'm not dealing with it and I'm not figuring out my thoughts and I'm not feeling my feelings is you know I'll do things like I'll check Yelp and I'll look at 5,000 images for three hours to determine what I'm going to eat for lunch because I have to have the perfect lunch if I'm going to eat. Um, If I've been at your house, I've probably eaten your food. And if I was staying at your house, I've probably eaten your food and replaced it. Eating down, like, say, like, ice cream or, like, Cheez-Its, I would, like, eat down and I would polish off yours and then I would eat down until it seemed like yours And if I could hide that, it means that that behavior didn't exist and that I can just go into, like, total denial about it. And sometimes I would eat 
just bags and bags and bags of stuff because I hadn't eaten for like a day and a half prior and I would be so hungover the next day it really might as well have been that I went on an actual bender and I will have been blacked out and that's the stuff that I thought was fine because the really wonderful warm numbing aspect of blacking out and like eating all of these quantities and not wanting to be held responsible for it so just like letting my entire soul just leave my body it was just like it was so effective it was really really effective at like helping me feel safe and you know I can be just as blacked out like in those Yelp images and again like my life looks so high functioning but it's because like it's like Instagram it's like it only shows you the best and I had designed my life to basically be like IRL flesh Instagram to where like I would only see people on certain days I would only engage with things on certain days and on the days I didn't have to do that I was probably blacked out and you know it's like things like eating blacked out like things like waking up and like only eating sunflower seeds because that keeps like my mouth and my hands busy and I would eat pounds and pounds of this like a friend of mine recently picked up a pound of like and that could be anything like almonds chocolate chips anything um a friend of mine picked up like this pound bag of almonds and they're they're total normies so they were like oh my god I wonder how long it would take to eat this bag of almonds and I was just like that would take me 57 minutes and two to three almond increments where each time I took two or three more I was bargaining with with myself and telling myself to have more willpower and to not keep eating it like I would open the fridge hundreds of times like again eating like a pound of something in like tiny tiny increments arguing with myself the entire time and beating myself up for it the entire time I would spend two hours trying on everything in my house partly to be abusive if I'd known that I'd gained weight and partly because I no longer believed mirrors or the scale not that that didn't prevent me from looking at the mirror for hours and hours or keep checking or weighing myself over and over again each day so even though I wasn't purging, like, this was the behavior I was doing, like, I would arrive, like, in the arrivals terminal of an airport and be so scared that on this, like, business trip, I wouldn't have time with my food, because that was, like, my relationship with food was, like, we were, like, in love. It was very one way, but it was what it was and I was so scared that I wouldn't be able to access food so in the arrivals hall I would just buy up all this like garbage that I could just hold so I could feel safe you know I've been in so many amazing countries and amazing cities and I wouldn't even like hang out with the people that I was with I would just go to my room and eat and 
and now and, and and it was because like I have social anxiety it's because like I'm prone to like overthinking I'm prone to depression I'm prone to like so many things and I didn't want people to see me like all this stuff and and I don't know I just missed out a lot and I don't really feel guilt about it like I I feel sadness for it and like I no longer feel shame about it either which is really interesting it's more just I just I feel sort of like chagrin that I didn't get to see these places like not blacked out and I feel sort of sad that I didn't get to have the experiences with people I was with in these like highly nuanced specific spaces where you can have different experiences but mostly the reason why I do this work is and I no longer question why I'm this way like I just try to get more and more understanding about the contours of the way I am um because I can really fall into that rabbit hole and just like really try to figure that out for many 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 years and sort of I mean I can get blacked out on even researching so I just have to be really careful because my addict's brain um is just what it is and the reason why I do this work is like I don't I'm like this is kind of morbid but I'm like preparing for like having grace and serenity around death like I want my experiences I want to show the people I love that I love them I want to receive love and feel deserving of it and like know that I'm know that I'm being given love in the moment that I'm given it um so yeah like I wanted to talk about it because eating disorders are so often misunderstood and mine specifically like I never got really obese and I never got really skinny in fact I just gained and lost the same 10 pounds in four to six month increments and that's also why I don't remember a lot of my life because my life just feels like the gaining and losing of 10 pounds um so yeah like I deal with that so I can just have a more like just so I can be happy and I also deal with that because feeling my emotions when I feel them and knowing what they are and loving people and and like loving people for who they are without judging them and the other thing about judging yourself so harshly is that you end up judging everyone and not chewing all the time and not needing to be eating all the time like what that means on a practical level is I can write my hands aren't busy like I can apply them to a keyboard or you know a a notebook and I can understand people so when I'm making them up in a book like they will have more nuance and my focus is amazing right now and I didn't know I could have that I didn't know I would get to have that and so yeah I'm just like this is why I'm doing the work and this is why I am sharing it and this is why I welcome other people to learn more about themselves 
Um, this isn't about like optimization. It's not about like hacking anything. It's not about like being more efficient. If anything, like be prepared to be a lot less efficient. Um, but it's sort of like, you know, fuck success in terrestrial terms, like fuck ambition because it's making me crazy. Like, fuck just thinking I can control any of this or know more than I know in any given moment and like it is all of these things that um, come into play when I try to have a gentle gentle day and I'm no by no means a master like sometimes I wake up and it's like amnesia and I need to re-remember the things that I think I know Um, until I like actually believe them and can apply them to my life and so yeah it's like today is just a data point and I want today I want today to be like not painful (laughs) so yeah thank you for listening have a gentle day